Hey, welcome to the Forge Academy. I am your GM, Steven, and uh, wanted to say thank you for your patience as we worked to release this issue. There was a lot of technical problems, and I spent a lot of extra hours getting this uh, fixed. But we didn't lose any audio. The whole story's there um, for you to enjoy. And it's... I really enjoy this episode. It's a lot of, a lot of good roleplay. Uh, from our incredibly talented cast. So enjoy the show. Um, we will be off next week as well as I will be out of town. Um, and because of the delay in this episode, it kind of messed up everything. I was hoping to have an extra episode ready so we wouldn't miss a week. Um, but once once we're done with that Friday, we should be back to every Friday for the foreseeable future. Uh, so... Make sure you go to patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, check that out. We have our uh, Patreon-exclusive campaign, The Endless Dark, uh, that you can listen to there. Uh, go to greenleafgeek.com or foundfamiliar.com and use code FAYFORGE at checkout at both those websites to either get some amazing coffee or beautiful dice. Um, and enjoy the show. Rain, you and Cos and Blossom are traveling on an unnamed ship with a Black Iron contingent, Cos's family, towards Riverheart, a large city in the northwesternmost continent of Cairn. You have been uh, sort of house arrested on this ship, uh, you and Blossom together, in a nice room. The beds are nice. I mean, you're, you're a fairy, so they're huge to you. Mm-hmm. They have thus far brought you some meals, reasonable reasonable food in this first first sort of day on this ship when you left Nairin, uh as the chaos ensued you could hear the sounds of dragons fighting mm-hmm. actually rain i would like you to roll me a perception check mm. Ooh. uh perception uh 19 so as the ship has turned and starts heading away from the docks you briefly see a dragon that you have seen before. You see Arvea. Um, its massive wings and scars um, flapping down towards uh, this mechanical dragon that you saw in, in the dreamscape, just momentarily. And then as the shift, as the boat starts to rock again and continue to find its, its bearings, uh, your small window loses sight. Yeah, I definitely immediately break out into a bit of a cold sweat. And I think also instinctively just like reach for Colonel in my pocket just as a just grounding myself. Um, but yeah, I, I I'll give it I'll give it a few hours. Like you know, somebody shows up with a meal later in the day, and there's no news, there's no updates. I'm, I'm, I've had enough at that point. So yeah, they they send you maybe maybe three or four hours into your into your trip. Um, you can smell smell some probably soup or something being cooked. It's not as good as Besky's. Um, you can tell just for, just from the smell. There's a little. There's a knock on your door. Uh, here, uh, got some food for you. Um. If you wouldn't mind taking a seat on your beds. Wait, you want me to sit down? Uh, yes. Just while I open the door and leave you your food. Um, I mean, we sh- sure. Uh, I'll go sit down. Uh, you hear you hear a couple clicks. Uh, sound like locks being unlocked. Uh, the door opens. Uh. And he just turns and sets a tray down on the food. It's a, it's another dwarf. You haven't met this one. He says, uh, hope you're enjoying the room so far. Uh, What's your name? Yeah, I'm, I'm Vern. Black Iron, I'm... Well, it's nice to meet you. 
yeah, I guess so. Uh, hope you enjoy the food. I mean, I guess. Um, here, uh, question: When um, can we see cars and um, not be locked in here anymore? Oh fuck. Uh, mm, um, you'd have to take that up with Tali. Uh, I can. Oh, can we go right now? I can go get her for you. But if you leave, there's like a 70% chance I get thrown overboard. Oh, well, I don't want that to happen, so sure, I'll wait right here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the food. I'll be back in an hour. Maybe Tolly will come by. If she doesn't, don't take it personally. She just doesn't like people. Any of them. So. Well, I'm not exactly people, so maybe she'll like me a bit better. Uh, well, I meant people like, just like, generically things that talk. Oh, well, then she might not like me, but try your hardest. Sure. Uh, enjoy the food, I guess. And he closes the door, you hear a few more, if the locks lock up again. Uh, and then there's like a little bit of, oh, I can't believe you want to talk to Tully. It's fucking stupid, but I guess, I guess they probably don't know what's going on. Um, as he walks away. Um, and... About ten minutes later, you hear a couple more clicks of that lock, and Tolly's there. This time, this time, no iron fists on her belt. Uh, she grabs, closes the door, grabs one of the chairs, and sits down. She says, uh, "Vern told me you wanted to talk to me. What can I do for you?" Oh, that's so nice. He actually did it. I wasn't sure if he was. Um, uh, my question was, uh, when can we see cars, and when can we stop being locked in this room? I guess that's two questions. Hmm. That is two questions, indeed. Why do you want to see Cos? Because he's our friend, and we want to make sure that he's okay. Okay. And why do you want out of this room? It's got all the amenities you would possibly need. Well, um, it does. It does have very lovely um soup on the floor, but uh, I much prefer being able to see and have fresh air and not be in this little room. Um, I do get quite seasick, and, um, it just helps to be, you know, able to move around a little more freely and not in this tiny room with this tiny window. And also, um, we didn't really do anything wrong, so I don't really understand why we're being detained in this way. Well, let me ask you this. How can I trust that you will stay on the ship? Hmm. That's a fair question, but... I don't know if you've noticed. I'll look down at my very small form. But uh, I'm not going to get very far uh, in any direction by myself. And, I mean, I guess you you can't really, but uh, we could shake the, we could shake on it um, and be friends. I must respectfully decline the offer of friendship. Oh, well, that's okay. I get that a lot. I'm actually pretty used to it. But, you know, it never hurts to try. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe it does. Some people find it very annoying. Oh. Well, that sounds very sad for them. Maybe. So here's my, here's my issue. Whatever you were doing working with Kassar, Kassar does not work with people who are not, um, capable. And that you will worthy of working with him, in his opinion, means that you could probably cause me some problems. That's true. And it is, it is incredibly important that Cause remains where he is, and I believe that by you being here, you help me achieve that. Well, don't you think it would be a lot easier to keep him, um, how shall we say, docile, if um, it didn't feel quite so aggressive? But it is aggressive. <coughs> I don't like my little cousin. Oh. Well, um, I like him quite a bit, so I'm not going anywhere without him. I don't really have any way to prove that to you, but um, I suppose we could make some sort of um, agreement, some sort of bargain. She smiles a little bit. Now you're speaking my language. What do you propose? What I would like is to uh, be able to move around the ship freely. I don't really know why cars cannot, but um, 
that's what I would like. And for my friend here as well. I'll gesture to Blossom. Hi. It's not really fair that we're just locked up for no reason. So that's what we want. And in exchange, I would be willing to help you with something that you need. What is that? Well, you need to arrive to our destination unimpeded, correct? I do. Well, I don't know if you noticed the the massive uh, outbreak over Nairin. There's one, uh, one pretty large entity in particular uh, to which I have a very distinct and unfortunate bond. I would really hate to have to call upon that bond. Oh my gosh. Should you not think to perhaps see reason. Do you feel like that is worthy of a deception check? Uh, sure. Okay. It's it's hard for me to tell sometimes with Rain, because I think Rain sometimes doesn't... doesn't. <laughs> I mean, they're telling the truth, but they're trying to wield it in a way that is like... Yeah. Yeah, so, sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, plus five. Seventeen. Her eyes narrow. Go on. The way I see it, um, I could either be a great help to you or a great thorn in your side. And I do assure you that there's nothing that you can do that's keeping me in this room currently. I'm choosing not to exit the room because I want to respect the rules of your vessel. You are correct that Kassar uh, did know that we are quite capable. But I have no intention of wielding that against you so long as we can come to an agreement. She um, looks deep in thought. Like, she's trying to, like, look through you. And she says, So, you agree, if we allow you, uh, free reign of the ship, I guess you could say, to just go about your business and not bother us, not impede our travel? Yes. And keep cause where he is, if you don't stick to that. Cause will have a very, very bad trip. Understood. Very well. And she reaches into her pocket. She pulls out a key, puts it on a, a desk that's in the room. Says, that is to your room. Enjoy the voyage. Okay. Also, I would really consider the whole not uh, wanting to make friends thing. Sometimes it's pretty useful. I have a family. Cause seems to forget that, though. Oh. I'm not gonna get into that, but thank you. <laughs> she leaves without saying anything. Uh, I'm gonna just be really obnoxious as she's closing the door and as loudly as possible to Blossom be like, She's really nice. I really like her. I think we're really getting somewhere. She just walks off. Just to fuck with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, great. You can see a small, a, you can see a small, small thing of steam coming out of her ears. Just a little mm. bit. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Then, uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave this room and go find cause. As you start to, are you fluttering or walking? I'm gonna walk because I don't really know these. I don't know these motherfuckers like that, and I like I don't know what they think is gonna. They might think I'm being aggressive just by getting in the air, so I'm just gonna keep my ass on the ground. <laughs> make it, make a dex check. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. <laughs> oh, actually, it was pretty good. So <laughs> dwarves are short, so they, they, you're a little more in their periphery than in oh, their. Yeah. Um, uh, but as you, as you are walking around. Wait, was that a dex check to not get stepped on? Yep. <laughs> oh, that's what I was assuming. And or kicked. Cruel. <laughs> cruel, cruel, cruel. So as you as you walk around the ship, uh, kind of where where you are, there are there are quite a few different cabins, um, a few dwarves, uh, some like kind of mopping, just kind of going about various various business. Uh, each one that you walk by just kind of gives you this look like you're not supposed to be here. I'll just wave jov- jovially. I'm just cheerfully smiling at everyone I pass. Give me a pers- give me a give me a persuasion check. Ooh, okay, yeah, that's one thing I'm actually good at. Watch me. Ro- <laughs> Lol, I rolled a three, so that's a thirteen. You're getting like flipped off and other. <laughs> yes. I don't even mind. Oh I'm just <laughs> whistling and walking. Okay. But. You, you find um, the kitchen, uh, you go up on deck, you see the crew kind of working. Uh, you see Tali at the helm, uh, who she makes eye contact with you just briefly and kind of gives that, like, we are watching you sort of look. Smile um, and wave. And it takes a little while, but you do find your way down below. Okay. 
As you get to the door that would lead to the brig, there are two much heavier armed dwarves than on the rest of the ship. As you approach, one of them says, What's your business here? I've been given free reign of the ship and I want to speak to one of your prisoners. Why? Because I want to? What do you mean? We're going with you. Okay. They open the door. Uh, As you look in the brig, uh, it's actually almost completely empty, except for about halfway down. Uh, Kaz, what do you look like? Kaz is a dwarf about... uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> wearing bright orange gaudy clothing. He's got a big beard. Uh, he's looking, he's, he's, um, he's slouching. He's slouching. He's definitely, I mean, he's, he got, um, manacles. Is he, is he hobbled? Does he have chains on his legs as well? No. Okay. So he's got manacles on. Uh, he's kind of, he's, he's slouching against the wall. Uh, he's not looking particularly like, he's not looking like he's, you know, hurt or anything or, 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 or or wounded, uh, but he's he's got he's definitely got his stoic stoic look. He's got he's got stoic going. He's got pretty pretty hard stoic going. Uh, as soon as he sees rain, he like, stands up. Um, his eyes widen like his, uh, there's a, a smile uh, just splashes over his face. Um, he even like raises his hands a little bit, and and then he sees like the, the guards behind you, and then he like, kinda, like coolly folds his arms and looks to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um. Yeah. I. Hmm, because they're here. What can I do? What can I do? I'm going to. I'm going to approach the. I. I don't know if it's bars or whatever it is. But. Uh. I'm going to say uh, out loud to cause. Um. Hello. It's nice to see that you're well. I came down because I wanted to tell you a joke, but I've forgotten it. So give me just a moment while I think about it. And I'm, like, kind of wiggling my finger in the air, and I'm going to cast message so I can speak to you <laughs> telepathically instead without it being weird that I don't talk for a few seconds. Uh, I came down to tell you a joke. <laughs> Give me a second. got to remember what the... Hang on. I'm, it's coming to me. One second. And then I'll cast message. Are you all right? Nice. Are you all right? Oh, I just had an idea. Um, so, in response to, to Rain's question, how's response? Yeah, I'm all right. They're treating me better than I hoped. How are you? Is everything everything all right? Like, taking care of you okay? I'll look up at the guards. It goes that No, hang on. Let me... I want to tell another one. Give me one... Hang on. Cast message again. <laughs> is is it the joke about the lizard? Um, well, your cousin is actually being somewhat reasonable. So, Blossom and I can move about freely. They seem like they won't do us any harm. But um, I think we're going to be on this ship for some time. Are they going to keep you down here the entire time? Uh, so here's, here's a thought I just had, oh, Steven, ODM. There is a certain language that Cos knows that I don't believe Rain knows, but perhaps they could be taught. It's called Thieves Cant. Uh-huh. Mm, Rain does not uh-huh. know that. You would know that every one of the Black Irons would know it. That was my second question. (laughs) (laughs) That was my follow-up question. So, L O L. Cool, 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 cool. Wait, 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 wait. Does Rain speak Dwarvish? That could that could be another option for a secret language. No. I speak Sylvan, Elvish, Draconic, and Primordial. Um. Oh, you speak Elvish. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Okay, actually, well, while, while we've gone down this rabbit hole, let's go ahead and just get to the other side of it. Would cause no. Is, is, is Elvish a common tongue amongst the Black Irons? No. Oh, there it is. Okay, well, now that we've established all that, um, Cause is going to... I got Cause is going to share information with Rain. He's going to say, uh, probably they'll keep me down here for the entirety of the trip. It takes about three, four weeks, I think. From Marine all the way to Kaelin. But uh, don't think don't think they're going to try to do anything untoward while we're, while we're on the trip. They are professionals. Look, we can try to, you know, keep to ourselves throughout the trip. I don't know what's waiting for us. Waiting for me and waiting for us. Waiting for, for you. For you and Kaelin. There's no telling if Dad and Grandpa were still alive then. 
I think I'd have a, an idea, but someone tells me something's changed. And I think the Black Irons are ready to... Well, Tali's my cousin, and there's a lot of bad blood between her blood and mine. And I think that they're... No, I think, I know. Them kidnapping me here. They're trying to make some kind of bid. Trying to use me as leverage. So once we get to the... Once we get to the Dwarven Mountains, there's no telling if any of us will be safe. Not me, not Blossom, and I don't even know about you. If, if you can escape... If you can get out while you can, before we get to Kaelin, or barring that, because we're all there, see, if when we get to Kaelin, if you can, we can find some way to get you, get you free, create some kind of distraction. Whereas I don't think once we get to Kaelin, they're going to have much use for either you or Blossom. Um. Which means they might decide to get rid of you. It's, it's coming to me. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, well, first of all, we're not leaving you. That sounds ridiculous. So, no. But I know that Besky and Ariadne, I did tell them sort of where we're going. They must be following us. Ariadne promised she'd find us. Oh. So I think maybe if we just stick together until they get here, it'll be our best bet. And I'm not worried. Blossom and I can take care of ourselves. It's not that I don't think you can take care of yourselves. Just worry that, look, I'm, I'm a kidnapped dwarf. And as much as I hate to say it, I'm a border to royalty. And maybe even be, depending on how things have changed since I've gone. They might try to use me in ways that might put me in pretty bad danger. And I know that you don't want to leave me, but the only hope I can see is playing through their little game. You see, dwarves, we've got a way of using our family, not just for ourselves, but against each other. And I have not been playing their game for quite a long time. If I'm willing to play, if I'm willing to step up into the role they want me to be in, I might be able to stay safe. Well safe enough, but you and Blossom and even Ariadne and Besky, when you come in, we've got to be we've got to be a unit, we've got to all be in this together, otherwise they'll pick us apart, piece by piece and I don't want to see that happen to you right, and Kaza's eyes get soft and he leans in a bit been through so much and, and I just couldn't bear to see that happen he extends his hand for, for Reigns hey, ah. One of them smacks smacks the the the, uh, the bars. Back up. Uh, no, that was the joke. Uh, the, uh, that's it. Did remind me that that reminds me. The joke was um uh, how, uh, because he was doing that. His hand was waving. The joke was, thank you for reminding me. Of how does the ocean say hello? It waves. <laughs> that's what I came down here to tell you. Um, so I will uh, visit again soon with another joke. You fucking kidding me? No, that was a very that was a very good joke. I can't help but if it's little. Never mind. Oz laughs loud and long and clear. And he hears Rain's joke. Are you too done? Uh, for, for now. Uh, I'll come back with a different joke next time. You, uh, you'll like the next one. I think I'll get you the next time. I doubt it. We'll see. And I'll just... Uh, I'll, I'll try <laughs> to cast uh, at least a look of recognition over my shoulder to indicate to Kaz that they recognize the gesture that he attempted to make, but really trying not to piss these dwarves off, so I'm just gonna trounce away. <laughs> and as you trounce away, we're gonna switch over to Besky and Ariadne. So, uh, after a few hours of travel, the sun the sun has set. There are stars uh, in the sky. You can see a, a few clouds uh, with that sort of silver lining of the moonlight reflecting off. And, uh, Odira comes out of her cabin and finds the two of you. Where would you two be? I don't even know if we would necessarily be talking, but I I kind of like picture us like both above deck, just like not on opposite ends of the boat, but at opposite sides. Just kind of sitting and like yeah. being depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Just Aldrich blasting into the water. <laughs> Just drained it, yeah. Just drained it. Oh no! It's a trail of dolphins floating behind us. Oh, jeez. So Captain Odira comes and gets the two of you. Just kind of leans up against uh, one of the side railings on the boat, looking out over the water with the moon reflecting. So, y'all got into some shit here, huh? Oh, we always do. I'm getting that sense. What happened? Oh, um, well, we 
did a dream and plane shift spell that was a lot and we got some information we needed for cause however we didn't know that the information we we're getting for cause uh the people who wanted it uh wanted to show up and take the information and cause for themselves so that and i think what happened in Avery, i can't tell but we might someone might have gotten pissed uh that we were in their dream i think maybe that's what I, i'm not sure but hmm. did you know that cause was part of the uh deep stones and that the that it was his family that wanted these plans? Mm. A little. It wasn't. But not really. Yeah, it wasn't clear. It was just like. I think what was clear is that he did need this for some reason, and it wasn't supposed to be what you saw or what, what had happened. Um, it was just supposed to be something of like, we get this done, we can help save someone, and that's what it was supposed to be. And it became more than that. Well, they've been looking for him for a long time. He's worth, uh, I think, about 10,000 gold. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah, they put a bounty on the head. Okay, well, okay, well. We don't have that, that much to, to, you know, to buy them off. Oh, they, you won't buy them off now. The people who are paying the bounty have him. I think she sighs a little bit. I think Kassar probably has the money. Probably. Definitely. I never liked him. Well, he has his qualities. So, I I think if we're going to solve... Well, I don't know if you're interested in it, but if we're going to solve all of these problems that we somehow found ourselves in the middle of, um, we definitely have to get cause back. Uh, we're not asking you to, you know, go to war with a bunch of dwarves or anything, but... Well, they're all fucking bastards, so... It did cross you. Yeah. We could probably use the help. <sighs> I'm not opposed to helping you. You've... You're not what I expected the first time you showed up on my ship. I'm worried, I have to be honest. Nereen's supposed to be the safest place in the world, and... We've got... Dragons flying around, and... Other... Things... That ship, that airship, do you know many uh, tall tales about the world of ships and monsters and those sorts of things? Not ones I grew up with. Um, I think I've gathered some in the time of us being at school and adventuring. I, I yes, some. There's a, um, there's a story that uh, sailors like to tell about a ship called the Black Ballad. That when you hear its song, you're hearing death. Sort of a story to scare sailors and give reasons for why ships disappear and never heard from and unexplained things that happen. It's an airship that could fly. Nereen could fly. The sails are black. The ship is black. The captain is named Selenius Fierhart. All part of the story. That ship that we saw, flying with that giant dragon, I think that was it. Sounds great. Very promising. It's good that we fled. Um, but sometimes, I think... What you were speaking about, that their tall tales, I mean, we didn't really get away. Yeah, I think. There might be some accuracies, but there might be also some tall tales. I hope so. One of the stories says he brings the end of the world. Well, I know that perhaps that's a little bit of my responsibility to stop that from happening so I don't know how but (laughs) 
Huh. No big deal, right? Just off the end of the world. That was put on me. That's your job? Yeah, everything's fine. That's your job? <laughs> Good fucking luck. Well, you'll know if we did it. Kind of gets a little serious again. Just, no, um, I'll help you with cause. And if we survive that shit show, we'll help with anything else we can. Uh, a long time ago, she had this little, like, black cross pendant. Mm-hmm. And it sort of falls out. She, uh, she grabs it and turns it over. Some, there's more people like me. Some people call us monsters. Some people have tall tales about us. But, uh, a lot of us just want people to be safe. <sighs> um, well, people thought that the person who I serve and gives me power was a monster. And those things can be tall tales, too. People think anything they don't understand is a monster. Well, I don't think you're a monster. I think you've done things to better your position through the best way you know how. She smiles. That red, her red hair is kind of flowing in the wind, and you see the her two, her two big fangs. Yes. 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 I have done things. That's true. I don't know if it bettered my position. Tried to make life bad for some people that I think are bad, but I don't know. That's okay. I think you're all right now. You're not bad for a prince. And you, she turns to Ariadne. Mm. You look like a warrior. I feel like I have to be now. So what do you make of all of this? What do you make of saving the world? Well, I don't know. I always kind of wonder why it had to be us. I feel like most of us have just gone through so much already and you know all this. Yeah. Seems like uh, just from my observation you are magnets to bad things. Mm-hmm. I thought I used to carry a heavy weight that it was my responsibility to save everyone I could. To help those who couldn't help themselves. And that's that's true, I think. But it can be lonely. And the little I've seen of you, you are lonely. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. And she just looks so sad. Just like they said, like they're not like on the verge of crying, but just like, I don't know, like an absolutely like hopeless kind of face. Like she doesn't even know what to do anymore. What does hope do you two? I think hope is... I think hope is... Feeling... That... I have... A little bit of power to do something to help someone out. And... I do get to... I get to live tomorrow. I think that's kind of what... The past couple of years... You know, just small moments to brighten up someone's day. What about you? It's the same. I mean, we get to live another day. It's nice to be needed by somebody. You two are my hope. And your other friends. You know why? I see... I see the way you care about the people around you. I see what you are sacrificing. I see the help you provided my crew when we stole that ship and then you wanted to just help your your students escape the school and everywhere you go while there is darkness you do not give up and 
I have seen many give up. I've seen many step into the temptation of riches and power. And, and you two are... There's not very many people I say this about. I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately scared of you two. <laughs> if you think you're scared of him now, you should have seen him when he was younger. That doesn't even make sense. And that's, that is part of the fear. It's confusing. You are confusing. No, there's... I, I think... I think either of you could kill me. And I don't say that about very many people. I would not wish that about any situation. Um, but to go back about you seeing hope and goodness, you know, the typical saying of the captains always goes their crew. I think the same goes for the crew too. Just know as we get closer and closer to Kaden, you have my crew. No questions asked. Likewise. I hope we see our friends again. We will. Thank you, Captain. You're welcome. Brushes some hair out of her face, gives you a nod, and turns and walks off back to her cabin. Is there anything else you two want to want to do? Bessie's just gonna like put his hands on his knees and just exhales. <laughs> Just some breathing exercises. That's legit, though. Just some breathing exercises. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think she might see that and, like, still just, like, not really talking and not really do anything, but she'll just come over and just kind of, like, drape her arm. Deep sigh. <laughs> that, was I was I weird? Was that weird? Was I... Was, yeah. Weird? No. No. Oh, okay. Okay. You're fine. Was I weird? No. Are we both weird and we just don't think the other person's weird? Probably. Maybe. Can we, we, let's make... Let's, let's, let's do food. Let's, let's get... Let's, let's do food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So, I mean, on this corner, you've always had free reign of the kitchen. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, go ahead down there and make some food. Um, Wait. Oh. I have never seen the captain eat anything. Right. No, she's a vampire. No. Right. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. I'm going to cook on that one. Go ahead and make your play. Go ahead and make your play. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> well, I don't know. We got restocked. Do we get restocked? It's beef extra tartare. Like, did the ship get restocked? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would have. I mean, it, it was in port for a few days, so they would have okay. gotten some stuff. You know at least. what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to message you. I'm gonna have to message you about about making Captain <laughs> a meal. All right. Uh, might have to find some live animals and bleed them dry. Um, That's actually <laughs> that was actually part of the recipe. To be honest, uh, old, Fili- uh, old Filipino recipe, actually. Nice. Um, well, as both ships. Uh, travel. The days start to go by. You seem to get in some rhythms. Rain, the more you and Blossom are on the ship, the more the dwarves tolerate you. Um, From time to time, I actually will like lend a helping hand. Whichever ones are the least asshole to me. Okay. Give me one more persuasion will... check. Then. <laughs> uh, ooh. Uh, 27. Okay. That, that'll play. Um... So, uh, as you're going around, there's one of the dwarves is just, she's always, always mopping, um, and cleaning. Doesn't seem to get acknowledged a lot by the rest of the crew. Um, her name's Darva. And over time, as you, as you, how would, how would you introduce your, her, yourself to her the first time? Uh, oh, um, I think I might, um... I, I think I would probably just walk up to her. I think I, I'm probably one of those annoying afternoons where I have nothing better to do with myself, and mm. I've been rejected by, like, four other attempts, and uh, I just see her mopping, and I just waltz right up. Yeah, so you see this you see this dwarf. She's got um, this long, long black hair. It's, a, it's very frizzy. 
Um, some of it's like plastered to her face in sweat mixed with like salt, salt water, um, uh, wearing sort of like an, an apron and, and, and everything just kind of looks like she's working hard and is so tired. And as you approach, she says, um, hello, I've seen you around a few times. What, uh, you said rain, rain, you said? Oh, yes, that's me. People don't usually talk to me on the ship. What? Um, um yeah, I, you don't really have a lot of talkers on this crew, which is unfortunate. Yeah, they um, they think they're lots very of grunting. Yeah, lots of lots of grunting, lots of lots of swearing. Um, I, it, you know, the, you can if you listen closely, you can find some very unique ways to use a lot of a lot of words. They have very small vocabularies, but the di- the, the use of the vocabulary is very diverse. That makes sense. Um, so, uh, so why, 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 what, what, um, what are you supposed to be talking to me about? Do you need something? Uh, well, I'm not supposed to be talking to you about anything, I don't think, but I just thought I might come over and see if you needed some help. What? I thought I might come over and see if you needed no, some I, help. No, no, I, oh. I heard, I heard you, just, Why? Because I don't know. Because you're here, and so am I, and I'm not doing anything, and you are. Um, I I don't know if I have any fairy sized mops. Can you use one of these? Uh, and it's a good oh, two no. and a half or three oh, feet no. taller than you. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm just gonna start casting shape water to like pull water out of her mop bucket and pull it across the deck and then just like re-dispense it back into the mop bucket in tiny little cycles like a foot at a time holy fucking dwarves oh well this just seems faster and better than what I see you're real sweaty which I I, that's not a dig it's just something I'm noticing this is a little bit faster Uh, that's uh well I, I I have to do this whole deck. Do you, uh, um, you can do that if if you want. Mm, okay. Uh, Off I go. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'll I'll be, I'll I'll do this side. Um, and she she keeps mopping. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh like singing my little my little fairy song. About me and my new friend Darva. <laughs> as, as you kind of go back and forth, she says, she stops you and says, Why are you helping out us? You're not here because you want to be here, right? Well, that's true. If I, um, yeah, if I was given some options, I probably wouldn't have chosen this one. But, um, uh, I was always taught that you should make the best of any situation that you're in. And also... I don't know. It's a scary time right now, and people are making complicated and sometimes maybe not the best decision because of the pressures of the environment and the stresses at hand. So I just thought maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe not all the dwarves are butt faces. I'd say, I'd say most of them are. I, I might be, I don't know. But, um,. So do you, um, and she kind of, she, she twirls her finger in her hair, um, and pulls it a little bit. Do you like, uh, cards and ale? I like both of those things. Maybe. I was just thinking that maybe after tonight, uh, you could come to my room and we could play, play like a little card game and maybe have a drink or two. Um, what what's happening right now? <laughs> what what's happening? No, what? just <laughs> not not sorry. I should have I should have explained. What? Not not flirting. Very oh. <laughs> very um very like I don't have any friends and I don't know how to talk to people. Okay, okay. okay <laughs> sorry. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> Apologies. Uh, Apologies. No, it's okay. Um, uh, that sounds nice. Um. Yes, perhaps I could bring my friend Blossom. I don't know if she likes cards, but um, 
I also think she probably, she's probably bored of sitting doing nothing as well. Is she? Um, and she kind of whispers. One. Yeah. yeah. But like, is she going to like eat my soul or? I don't think so. I can't make any promises, but I'm fairly certain she won't. Uh, she's a very good baker. Uh, okay, I, I guess if if you speak for her, I feel, she I feel can pretty come. confident. I mean, I do share a room with her, and nothing's happened so far, so I think we're fine. Okay, yeah, maybe you could you could come by with her, and we could do a card game and have some drinks and. Yes, and if you have any other friends, you could invite them as well. <laughs> uh oh, I, sorry, I um, don't. I, no, it's the problem. That's fine. I'll, I'll try to. I'll try to bring some over. I'll find some friends. No, first. don't it's fine. bring. Don't bring anyone else, please. Oh, okay. Well, then, yes, a private party. Then I she she looks around and she says, "I don't like this place." Oh. Um, we can talk more about that later. And uh, we're gonna have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Oh. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek geek on twitter and instagram or greenleafgeek.com get all your dice needs fulfilled um uh and don't forget that if you use the code fayforge on checkout you'll get 10 percent off your order we are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at Oladelaide. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv. That's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V on Twitter and Instagram. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Kritz on Twitter and on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music 
found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The FaithForge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. And keep calls calls where he is. That's a long pause, little fairy. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't know you. I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I thought I thought Rain was like <laughs> no, no, no. interesting caveats. No, no, no. Interesting caveats. <laughs> Let's be let her <laughs> she's like she's like let her cook <laughs> um okay sorry he she said she'll give us free reign to the ship and we keep cause where she'll give us free reign to the ship and we keep cause where he is uh I'm just not I, rain would just be nodding mm-hmm